0: Hey, guys, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Nurses Corner. This is Teresa McConnell, your host and Samantha Rambo. And today we're going to be talking all about men's sexual health and sexual health issues. If you joined us for our last episode, we talked all about the ladies and their sexual health and issues. So you know, we can't forget about the men, right? So uh, let's just jump right into it. So Samantha, you know, I I just want to be real with you. I'm not, this is not my area of expertise at all. I'm all about women's health. And so I'm going to be honest and just say, I don't know much about men's sexual health and dysfunction, right? So I wanted to ask you, um, because I think automatically sexual health dysfunction, I think ED, because that's what's prevalent in the media. Sure. You see those ads for Viagra on TV. So, but I know there's like so much more to it. So Samantha, can you just like go into like the major hormones that affect men and like how it can affect them? Yes.
1: Perfect. And I'm so glad we're talking about this topic today. Yeah, and One mm-hmm. I am completely passionate about because there is a lot more focus on women's health versus men's health. So, so glad to be talking about this. Um, So to get started, that first main hormone that we all know about that really drives the um, men's health is testosterone. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely one that's become more and more in the news. It's people are becoming more aware of it. But really, when you have that low testosterone, you usually have a lower libido, you're fatigued, maybe you're depressed. Um, you're not feeling your best. So your sexual health is definitely suffering as a result. Um, And so, and then also, um, as you mentioned, um, well, actually, Teresa, I know you you were telling me back to testosterone before we move on to ED about Mm -hmm. a research article that you read, and it was kind of a shocking number. Do you want to just tell us about that a little bit more?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I found this study, and I thought it was super interesting, because it is on the topic of testosterone. But it was the study was saying that there has been a substantial drop in testosterone in men over the last 50 years. So you know, that just like got me like interested. Um, so this a large sample of American men were studied. And um it was found that an average, the average testosterone level has been dropping by as much as 1% per year, which is like crazy, right? So um, naturally, to start testosterone levels, like you mentioned, they will naturally lower with age. Mm-hmm. But in this study, they found that a 65 year old man in 1987 had about 17% more testosterone than a 60. 60- Five-year-old man in 2004. Now, what's also interesting is this isn't just found with Americans. This is also found in other countries that have done similar type of studies. So we are seeing an increasing number of younger men that are complaining of sexual concerns that are related to libido and um, ED, which is like typically seen in older men. So, like Samantha, you know, can you just like go into it and tell us like what do you think? Like, why why is this happening?
1: Yeah, that's a great a great question, and I think a lot of it is related to lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it was interesting. I've also read that a lot of it is because there's a lot more like just estrogen based products, like in our meats and in our dairy products. And those are typically foods that men like to consume. And when Mm -hmm. your estrogen levels are too high, you, you just naturally have lower testosterone. The estrogen will just kind of balance, balance out the testosterone. Um, but going back to the testosterone study that you were just talking about, that is very alarming.
0: Um, Yeah, definitely.
1: And men also have to be, I just want to give a quick little um, soapbox here, is men, you really have to be careful Um, there's a lot of marketing going on They're They're targeting men, young men. I know that there's been a lot of guys in the clinic who have come in because they've seen a commercial for if you, if you have this, this, and this, and this, it's probably your low testosterone. And I really caution you to be aware before you do decide to go to one of a testosterone clinic, I would really highly recommend talking to a provider first and making sure that you get a full workup to make sure that there is nothing else going on or that there's no other reasons why your testosterone levels are low. Now, if you have erectile dysfunction along with that, or you are experiencing erectile dysfunction, which is actually one of the most common, um, sexual dysfunctions men face, you most likely have a quote unquote plumbing issue. And a lot Mm -hmm. of that is a result of poor blood flow. So a lot of things that can cause poor blood flow, um, cardiac disease, when your arteries start to harden, Mm -hmm. cholesterol issues. I think a lot of people forget that hormones are first are all made from cholesterol. So we need to make sure our cholesterol levels are controlled and diabetes is probably the number one um, cause of ED. I read the most recent, recent wow. read mm-hmm. 80%, 80% of diabetic men um, suffer from erectile dysfunction. That's crazy. You know, yeah, Oh, no, it is. So yeah. I always, um, I just really want to drive home the point that if, if um, erectile dysfunction is new to you. You've never experienced it before, but it's becoming more of an issue and you haven't seen a doctor. Just don't assume you have low testosterone. You need to go make sure and get a workup with your doctor, get the blood work, um, really look at your lifestyle and see if there's some other things you can um, change. I know smoking is a huge one. The the mm-hmm. risk for that is definitely affect blood flow. So And I know that, um, you always have some really good lifestyle recommendations. So what, what other things would you recommend, Teresa, that men
0: can do to kind of help Mm -hmm. with their ED? So, um, yeah, this is a really interesting topic because we actually have a lot more control over issues like this than we're led to think. So lifestyle changes are extremely important your diet you can definitely add um, nutrient rich foods to help with like you mentioned, uh, poor blood flow is an issue, right? So if you ate certain foods to help with that, um, that would help you so much. So it's something where you do not need to get on a medication right away. I think it's better if you tried improving your diet first getting into a consistent exercise routine, this is actually really important for boosting testosterone level is actually having, you know, consistent exercise in your life. And of course, stress management, which is um, easier said than done, especially like recently, you know, so um, yeah, definitely things that you can do to improve this type of situation. So definitely don't think you have to run right away to the doctor when it comes to this, I try these, um, these recommendations out first. And then if you continue to have the problem, then definitely do not hesitate to go to your primary care provider. One thing um, I did want to mention that I thought was really interesting that you brought up was when a man even a woman starts having these sexual health issues, it could definitely be a sign of something that's potentially coming down the line, right? You mentioned like cardiac issues, because we're finding all this is coming from poor blood flow, right? So automatically, we can say like potential cardiac issues. So if this is a, a problem that is persistent with you, and you are not seeing any improvement with diet, with exercise with stress management, Definitely do not hesitate to reach out to your doctor and have that tough, uncomfortable conversation. I hate to say it, that, you know, it has to be uncomfortable, but I don't think it really does. You know, let's just be open and honest about this topic.
1: Yes, I agree. And I love how you pointed out, you don't need to be put on medications first. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I really like to drive home with the men that I work with. I've definitely helped my fair share of men just alone by improving their diabetes and their Mm -hmm. cholesterol levels. They have taken care of the erectile dysfunction on their own without having to resort to the medications, because mm-hmm. you got to remember there are medications that are also known to cause erectile dysfunction. And yes. a lot of them being the cholesterol meds, particularly statins, mm-hmm. blood pressure medications, particularly beta blockers and antidepressants. Yes. I was just going to say that
0: mm-hmm. yep,
1: SSRI. So, yep what can happen is if someone has erectile dysfunction, they got diabetes, they got high blood pressure, they have high cholesterol, then we put them on all these meds. It can actually just make it worse. And they, they, they get into this cycle and then all of a sudden they sometimes people completely just give up their sex life, which is very sad.
0: Yeah. Extremely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes
1: these people are only in their fifties and sixties and you, you know, sexual health can go on as long as, as long as you could keep going on. So, um, So like you said, it's really, if if it's becoming a problem and you are changing your, and you have changed your diet and stuff, talk, talk to a provider, get your labs drawn, um, and and then, or reach out to a, a coach or someone else who maybe, maybe you think you're changing your diet, but maybe there's some other things you could tweak, um, that you're not even aware about that. You know, if you were working with someone, you would, they would be able to point you in the right direction because sexual health is very important. And you're right, Teresa, you, you have to be able to open up that conversation and trust your provider. Now being a 36 year old female, you know, a lot of, uh, it it has taken a little bit of time for men to open up to someone like me, but once they do, they are so happy once that problem is corrected. And it's, I mean, I get the biggest joy out of being able to be there and help them through that because Mm -hmm. the rewards are, are endless. And, um, I do know that you know, just a reminder to, you know, um, partners of, you know, people that are experiencing ED is Mm -hmm. to be mindful of what's going on for them. It's definitely an embarrassing situation and it can cause a lot of extreme anxiety, self-confidence issues, self-image, self-image issues. So, you know, just being supportive. And I know, yeah, Teresa, you have some other great advice to add with, you know, just how to handle the self image thing, because that could be a huge, a huge factor.
0: Yeah, definitely. So So, I'm really glad you brought that up. Because I know we brought that up. um, When we're talking about women's sexual health, right? How important self image is, especially when we're talking about things going on in the bedroom, it's crucial. So um, we will find that it is the same with men how they feel about themselves will also Im- impact how they are in the bedroom. So I think what's really important here is definitely communication. And I, I love the fact that we are hitting on this topic, because this is a little bit embarrassing for people to talk about their sex life, sexual function, all that stuff. But I really love that we have this opportunity to kind of um, address a hush hush topic, you know, let's make it okay for people to talk about their sex life. This is much like mental health, where people are ashamed of admitting that they are having issues. You know, but the thing is, it's, it's normal to say, you know, I'm having these issues. And we just have to really make it okay for each other, especially in these stressful times to talk about our problems, and not judge people for having these issues. Because a lot of people are having these issues. I, I saw um, some study out there saying 40% of men have reported sexual health issues. And same for men. Now, these are just reported cases. So can you imagine what that real number is? Right? A lot, a lot of people
1: it's kind of funny because those numbers really do kind of correlate when you really break them down to like the number of people that are overweight, the number of people that have diabetes. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. Yeah, so definitely they're really
1: close together. And I want to drive home um, to that. I, I really, it really bothers me sometimes when people feel like they just have to give up sex because their sexual health sucks and that's mm-hmm. just the way it's going to be. And I I feel really bad for those people sometimes and I've actually have have had patients I've taken care of husband and mm-hmm. wives and it can be very frustrating for one of one of the partners and it it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things we can do and I think people have to realize if you are experiencing sexual dis- dysfunction, it can take a while to correct. This mm-hmm. isn't like a overnight fix by mm-hmm. any means, like, of course we can give you medications like Viagra, Cialis, which will help, but those are not long-term solutions and they're not fixing the, the real issue. They're, they're temporary, temporarily helping, which means they're only going to temporarily work. So, and eventually they're not, eventually if, you know, you let these, some of these diseases or other causes of the ED go on untreated, eventually mm-hmm. the medication is not going to work at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really giving yourself some time, being open with your partner, being open with your provider, and just really being open with your, with yourself too.
0: Yeah, definitely. I love that you brought that up. I love how you also address like how important your sexual health is. Now, like you said, a lot of people, you know, they will just say, yeah, my sex life sucks. But there's so much you can do to improve it at it's worth improving too. you do you don't have to be stuck in some kind of sexual rut. And just accept it like, hey, that's life, whatever, because there's a lot you can do. You know, we mentioned um, some ways, uh, we mentioned lifestyle, how important that is diet, um, eating nutrient rich foods, which will really help that blood flow exercise too huge for improving blood flow. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to bring this up with therapy. You know, sometimes people are under tremendous amount of stress. This is another thing that's a little bit hush hush with men, men are seen as like you have to be super masculine, super tough, not have these emotions, but men have these issues too, Mm -hmm. you know, with um, emotions, things like that. And sometimes therapy is needed. And I just want to say it is absolutely okay to reach out to people when you are having problems. Let's make it okay for people, if you have issues, do not be ashamed to go to your doctor to seek out a therapist and say, Hey, you know, I'm having these problems, because a lot of people are, you know, let's just put that out there. A lot of people are having Sexual health issues, mental health issues, a lot of issues with their health, and there's no need to be ashamed. You know, just in order to improve it, you have to take action. You know, and that's the biggest thing.
1: Yep, I I, I definitely definitely agree with that. It's just like you know, if you you injure your back or you injure your knee, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You, right. you take care of it. You go see the doctor, you put a brace on it, you go to therapy, you know, you, you, you baby it for a little while. I think it's the same with like sexual dysfunction. You have to figure out, you know, what's wrong, treat it. And hopefully it will correct itself. And, and then you're able to move on and live happy and healthy and you're ready to go.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I think this is going to go nicely into our next episode that we're going to have on Friday, where we're going to be kind of combining um, men and women's sexual health. But we're going to be talking about how we can improve sexual health, um, just like different ways, different foods, ways to boost your libido, all things that are actually easy, pretty easy to do free. Well, most of it, right? So yes. <laughs> I'm excited for that episode for sure. Me too. I, I really,
1: I'm, I'm excited for it too. Yes. Just a way to increase some intimacy between you and your
0: partner before Valentine's Day. Right. right. Just, just in time. So just yeah. in time, everyone. Exactly. So please make sure you check out our episode on Friday, right before Valentine's Day. So I think that's all we have for today. We'll catch you guys on Friday. Bye.